Welcome to No Apology with Emily and Chris. Once again, we're laughing louder, digging deeper, living larger. And it's always better when we can do that with you. So thanks for joining us. And my best friend, my co-host, my hero, my Superman, Chris, Chris Danielson. Welcome to the show. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Did I say it You're correctly? always here. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> you will always be here. We were talking about me just putting little post-it notes right here on my on my uh, microphone and then little things. So that people say could like, see it on the held hostage by wife. Audio. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm happy to be here. It's great to be on freshroadmedia.com with you on No Apology with Emily and Chris. We have a great show scheduled. Now, whether it comes off that way, I don't know. Yeah, that's the plan. Mike Shaw's in the building for Right On Way Off coming up later in the program. I have a Salvage by God deep dive that is going to be based on AI today. Oh, again, AI. And the depth of your calling. What does that look like? Okay. But we start where we always do. It's Emily, and it is time for Granny Ranch. She gives you that polite grandma (laughs) smackdown. Here she is. Here's Emily. Da, 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 da. And it is getting hot, hot, hot. And I eh, I am not talking about climate change. Okay. <laughs> but if things are heating up, if you haven't noticed, start, you know, looking at some news headlines. Because one went by me the other day and I went, whoa. Here's the thing. Out of the UK, their counterterrorism program, it's actually called Prevent. Prevent. They have, it's a multi-agency Prevent. Uh, program. Counter-terrorism. They actually put out a <laughs> I wish list. I had music. Counter-terrorism. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, they put out a list of several writings that are really, as they would consider them, to be potential terrorism risks. So mm. some of them are actual books with their authors, but some of them are just writers. So do you want to know who they are that are on this I do. potential terrorism I, I actually risk know list? I know this list. We talked about it, so yeah. it's not like total spontaneity today. So yeah, pretty sad. Yeah, the names if, that came up on the if list. You Tell us about seen it. it. The authors that are on their list are C.S. Lewis, J.R.R. Tolkien, George Orwell. And William Shakespeare even yeah. made it onto that list. And there are a whole list of other authors and books that they consider to be, quote, triggers for far right extremism. I think you need quote. to repeat that again because people, yes. did, did she say C.S. Lewis is a terrorist writer? Yeah. J.R.R. is a terrorist writer? Yep. You know, uh, George Orwell from 1984. Billy William Shakespeare, Shakespeare. really? <laughs> He's <laughs> I mean, rolling over in his grave right now. Um, Why are they terrorists, according well, to these terrorist task this, force in England? This organization is called Prevent. Prevent. Uh, their whole goal is to prevent terrorism. How do they do that? Well, their diagnosis is that they prevent people from begin from becoming terrorists in the first place. Okay. So they are now instead of looking for people that are actually killing other people or teaching an ideology to harm people, they're actually looking for what they call nonviolent activism. Okay. <laughs> nonviolent activism. Nice. We got to target some nonviolent activism. It sounds maybe noble, but when you realize what it is. You realize Satan's so good at making bad things 
sound okay. What's going on I'm, now? I'm really confused if I'm a listener right now. Okay. Emily, you just said that Tolkien, C.S. Lewis, Billy Shakespeare, and George Orwell are considered on a terrorist list as far as reading from a group called Prevent in the UK. Correct. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's because the direction they that they are going. That's the how? direction they are going. They consider these writings to spur people on to far right extremism. And hmm. extremism, of course, leads to terrorism. So this is on their radar. This is what's concerning them. And it isn't really even just ideology. I mean, this is put into force in the UK right now. We've got a Methodist Bible college teacher, uh, Dr. Aaron Edwards. He's been fired. He's been threatened that he's going to be reported to prevent because he dared speak out on the fact that uh, homosexuality is now being embraced by some churches, by some people who call themselves Christians, and he says this is a problem because this is a gospel issue. He goes on to explain if sin is no longer sin, then we don't need a Savior. We're wasting our time preaching the gospel. This, this is Sounds this like is Canada's bad. made its way to England. Okay, so a lot of people have been uh, turned into prevent organization, the prevent program, okay. um, saying that they are just a detriment to society, that they are... They are really um, doing bad things. These people, these people that speak out against sin, and then mm -hmm. somehow they trace it back to these writers. Because I'm, I'm just trying to get my mind around: is is like hobbits from the Shire vote Republican? Is that what this is about? Well, that's really Did the what it is. the kids, you know, hold up <laughs> mega hats or something? What, what are you talking? I can't connect the dots. Help me. You can't connect the dots, and that's because what is Satan doing? What is he busy at work doing? Creating confusion. Creating confusion. And <laughs> good job. You you done confused Chris already. Yeah. Um, but he's I mean, really I hear trying what you're to, saying. I just can't process what's I actually know. happening. He's trying to discredit the Bible. When you think about it, the Bible is the very first book, you know, and all other books are kind of off of that initial book. Right. Um, but when you start seeing things like C.S. Lewis, J.R.R. Tolkien, that these are the people that are causing the problems, they're really not attacking the people. They're really not attacking Christ. They are attacking God's word. They want to discredit it. They want to get rid of it. They want to outlaw it. And prevent they are, you from reading it. Prevent you from, <laughs> from reading being it. changed by it for eternity. And they are on their way. And how does Satan get us fooled like that? Chris, you had a really good sermon a while back about how uh, Satan uses our virtue against us. Yes. And so things like kindness has been perverted and twisted to, to really not mean kind, but to mean um, you can't say anything or do anything if it could possibly even spark a negative emotion in somebody else. That's right. not kindness. Things like being generous and benevolent that's been twisted into if you have more than somebody else, you owe them. Yeah. Right. Uh, living at peace with those around you has been twisted to you can't say anything or do anything that would ever make anybody feel bad about anything. And so it's all been twisted. Uh, it's all getting corrupted, and they are now, it's getting really real. They are coming after people, they're coming after books, they're coming after literature, but not literature that would maybe give a 
you know, put out an idea that would be harmful. They're literally coming after that literature that reinforces and encourages belief in God, belief in the Word of God. And so it's getting really, really real. Uh, and while this is not surprising because we've been talking about it, we've been talking about it for decades, mm-hmm. um, I guess the reason I'm talking about it today is I want people to understand that the plans that Satan has in accomplishing these goals, tearing down the Word of God, sending people into confusion, those plans are much further down the road than what you and I can see when we get little glimpses into these weird things that are going on. I mean, the plans are way ahead of the things that are unfolding before us right now. The second thing is that the tentacles reach far and deep into places that we're not going to expect. You know what I mean? Who would have ever guessed C.S. Lewis is now considered a danger by the U.K. government that used to hold up these men as these are the great works of literature that strengthened and held societies together. Now they're a danger. So well, it's like you're talking about it's two miles down the road, but all mm-hmm. of a sudden, uh-oh, it's right here. It's already here. You know, you ever had that happening. where you lose track of, you know, series GPS and you think yeah. you got two miles and you look up, oh, that, that's it. <laughs> I missed it's, my exit. I know. That's what's happening. It's like, it's here now. It's it here. Is. And we are limited in our humanity and kind of seeing the whole big picture. However, God is not which is why he is so lovingly giving us his given us his word which tells us fear not fear not fear not now here's the thing that really kind of struck me today when god tells us fear not why is he telling us this why is he te- why is he telling us that over and over and because over again because we're scaredy cats at heart so that we'll feel better when we wake up in the morning and go about our day we'll have a happier countenance mm, maybe uh, no. No? <laughs> no, that's not why he's saying Why would not. God want me to feel good about myself? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> he tells us to fear not. I know, but because so that, why? So that we will have the courage to do what we ought to do and not worry about the cost or the consequences that are going to be facing us. I mean, you've... We've seen that happen. William Wilberforce, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Mm -hmm. uh, you know, all these people who have been the dissenting voice in society. uh, They stood up and we need those voices. We need to be those voices. So I want to be that voice. So I want to encourage people, you know, if you're reading literature by those proven historical spot-on theologians like Lewis, like Spurgeon, like, you know, Tolkien, all these people, keep reading them. Yeah. If you haven't read them, read them now. Read them out loud. Read them out loud. (laughs) Send them as gifts to people. Expose your children and your grandchildren to these men and these writings, because then when these lies come to them, they're going to go, no, that's not right. I mean, Tolkien tell, told great stories. That's not that's not right. They're going to be able to distinguish the difference between right and wrong. Mm-hmm. So expose them. and uh, uh, Know what these men had to say and enter, inject those things into conversations that you have. Run counter-cultural and, because every generation needs those dissenting voices. And we need them again with our generation. And so... I'm kind of preparing myself to be one of those 
dissenting voices, regardless of the cost, regardless. Prepare of yourself. Uh, you're already the there. Cost. I'm sprinting to jail right now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what, you're preparing yourself to do what you're doing. Like right this now. Minute. I know, right? <laughs> but but here's the thing. I'm I'm all hot now and I'm on fire. That, oh, you've always been hot. Because the, the conference that <laughs> we had, the Higher Ground Conference, such a great conference. And um, but we had comedian Brad Stein in mm -hmm. and it just kinda it, it struck a chord in my heart about how how far I've kind of fallen myself yeah. as far as kind of being afraid to say the truth. But he had a line that he said over and over, and I've really hung on to it, and I'm going to make it part of my mantra, and that is he looked at this crowd in Harlan, Iowa, and he said, you are the last truth tellers. Mm -hmm. I want to be that. I want to yeah. be the last truth teller. So when you see these stories coming out, don't let them make you fear. Uh, let those things spur you on to fighting the good fight. And so read those books, share those books, and be at least one of the last truth tellers. That is my granny rant for the day. That is your granny rant. Dun, dun, awesome. Dun, dun. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I keep thinking about how you said that uh, they want to silence any any dissent. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if you read Tolkien, you read uh, C.S. Lewis. You'll be in all, trouble. All of a sudden, you're going to start having these conservative thoughts that might right. lead to Christianity, right. and then you're an outcast of society. Right. Well, what if we decided to just shut up? And we just said, we're not going to talk about it anymore. Then they come at me with, your silence is violence. Right. There's no you, There's no winning. Them. There's no appeasing. No. What was the name of Shakespeare's town? Because our, our daughter and, and granddaughters lived in England for mm -hmm. like eight years over a 12-year period. We went there 10 times. And we did yeah. take a break and went to Avon something. something. Oh, Stratford-upon-Avon. Stratford-upon-Avon. That was Shakespeare's that hometown. Little Hamlet. And yes. they, they had a little festival going on at the time we were there. We It was just kind of, we didn't go for the festival, but we happened to go there that day. And there was, it was like a, a nerd parade, really, <laughs> is what it was. And, and I mean, there were these literary people from all walks of life. Uh -huh. I mean, you would, you'd see people with Shakespeare books that might have a rainbow flag on their shirt. You'd have other people that you could just tell were staunchly conservative. But there were people all over celebrating William Shakespeare's yeah. life because yeah. of the plays that have impacted people for years. And I'm not I, I wouldn't even put him in the same league as J.R.R. Tolkien or C.S. Lewis, because just the Lord of the Rings, how that has the fall of man and, and the pursuit of Christ in that story, mm -hmm. along with C.S. Lewis with Narnia, Aslan, right. Aslan's on the move, you know, spiritual parallels. But that just goes you to that just shows you to the lengths they will go to, even if you give yeah. a little inkling yeah. that uh, in the affirmation of God's existence you are going to find yourself on that list. Our, consti our uh, constitution is on that list with the Department of Homeland Security right now. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, th them's the breaks. Yeah, those, <laughs> those Pevensey children. Watch out for Lucy. Yeah. She's a hardened criminal. She is a hardened criminal. <laughs> no, you cannot deny Aslan is the Christ character. Right. I mean, it's just it's very such a creative thing. Yeah. And the only other creative work that I could say that's even in that league would be Ted Decker's Black, Red, and White. I mean, yeah. that that is an incredible story of using yeah. fiction and fantasy to tell the story of the fall of man and the right. redemption found right. in Jesus. And I would encourage anybody to read all of those books. And we have to fight back. We have to fight back with A, common sense, B, prayer, 
and see just having worship, biblical worship, where we just lift up the name of Jesus for such a time as this. Understand it's really an attack on the Bible. That's not uh, their end goal, right? Their end goal is to get rid of the Bible, and this is just the start of that actual censorship, that actual book banning. If you are someone that reads that book, you are a danger to society. So I think we flesh that out. Let us turn now to Salvaged by God Deep Dive. Chris, what is on your mind today? If you are just tuning in for the first time in a long time, the, the Bible Idiots brand has been replaced by Salvaged by God. It's still the teaching ministry that God's calling me to do. And today on the Deep Dive, I want to talk a little bit about AI. Oh, and, we've talked about uh, it before. I also, wanted, I also <laughs> want to talk about a calling that you might have in your life. And it might even be what Emily's just been talking about. Mm-hmm. You might have a calling to speak truth into culture yeah. and do it lovingly and do it with, you know, the, the, the joy of Christ in your heart. So those two things is where my deep dive's going today. Okay. And it comes from part of my sermon prep. Now, I, I want to start by saying that I called Verizon customer service today. Oh, happy day. Uh, it was. It was <laughs> a happy day. About once every three or four years, uh, I call Verizon customer service and I just ask, I, I ask God, I say, can you please give me a good rep? Yeah. You know, somebody that, that speaks English well, that, that, that has a desire to help me. And today God answered my prayers. Nice. I don't know who Alex is, but she made my day like because we just started talking. I could just tell she wanted to help me. Yeah. And so I had her do a, forgive the pun, a deep dive on our account. Yeah. We've been with Verizon since 2007. That's according to her, 16 years, five months. And that qualified for some loyalty discounts. <laughs> <laughs> and she had to go deep into the account. No, I mean, okay. it took 39 minutes for her to. there's this thing that can give you $25 off, but this other thing you qualify will give you $40 off. And again, it goes, you have to have a rep that wants to help you apply these things because there's so many different moving parts. You call Jake from State Farm tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Alex, Alex would crush Jake from State Farm. Okay. Oh, Let me just tell you. She Bravo. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I bring up the Verizon call because it started with the voice assistant. And oh, the voice assistant right. now, I haven't called a customer service at this level. Verizon's a pretty high level. Mm-hmm. Okay. I haven't called the customer service department at this level for a couple years. I really okay. haven't. Okay. And it started out, the AI voice was so natural that, I mean, that's the voice that could narrate documentaries okay emily by the way used to do voice work for her job she can't get any work anymore it's all ai now it's all been replaced by ai yeah i'm in the ranks of the unemployed and you used to be able to hear (laughs) yeah you used to be able to hear that it was an automated voice you can't tell anymore it's getting harder then and it was a male voice and he was really good i mean Mm -hmm. i'd hire him to do voice work you know i mean he's a good good voice and then he asked me a question he said would you like to use voice biometrics to be ID'd in the future. Oh, oh press one or you, say yes. Press two or say no. And you probably not going to get said the no. option yeah, later, no. though. So, in other words, I could have recorded a phrase mm-hmm. that would have then my voice remembered would, it. You know, my voice would have been recognized, so I would not have to, you know, use my last four of my social, my mother's maiden name. Yeah. You know, two Skittles and a partridge and yeah. a pear tree We're to get about through. another new password, right? <laughs> but it just got me thinking about AI. Now, yeah. so Alex had to do some work. And so I was multitasking because she said, if, is it okay if you just stay on the line? Because I had to, she had to text me. I had to confirm that I wanted, you know, the $40 off because no, nobody wants to save money. <laughs> anyway. Are you so, sure? 
as I'm multitasking, I come across this story that everyone looked real. An international firm in Hong Kong loses $25 million after scammers stage a deep fake video meeting. Holy cow. Yeah, a multinational company lost $25.6 million in a scam after employees at its Hong Kong branch were fooled by deep fake technology with one incident involving a digitally recreated version of its chief financial officer ordering money transfers in a <gasps> video conference call. Scary. Everyone present on the video call except the victim was a fake representation of a real person. The scammers wow. applied deep fake technology to turn publicly available video and other footage into convincing versions of the meeting's participants. Hmm. So she or he... It doesn't say whether it was he or she. Um, I don't know why. I so just they were assumed fake it was a woman. actual people. They were real people that were faked by AI right. in a fake video call with the targeted employee who had the ability to transfer funds. So she transferred $25.6 million on the, on the CFO's instructions mm-hmm. to some account. They can't get to that account now. The money's been moved about six yeah. times. It's gone. Right, right, it's right. It's gone. Yeah. But they used real people that worked for the company they created this whole fake video call and to, to give her instructions that this is what yeah. she had to do and she had to do it immediately. I think I'm and going to jail it. even sooner than I thought. <laughs> and I don't know why I think it's a she. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. Oh, not, you don't know for sure if it was. Okay. I thought I read that it was it was a she and that's why I keep going okay. back to it. OK, either that or I'm just thinking, yeah, you know, some poor gal. Yeah. You know, got yeah. got take got got duped. How awful. See. But maybe it was a guy. I don't know. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. forgive me for that whole gender misidentification. <laughs> I can feel the emails well, coming in right now. goodness, you didn't just assume <laughs> they, them's gender. If you have a problem with what I just said, please email Mike Shaw at FreshRoadMedia.com. You know, as you, were talking, though, as you were talking, though, I'm, I was thinking even on just the very basic level, what yeah. about like people who do impersonations? Mm-hmm. Like you could be somebody, you know, I've yeah. heard people do like Nicolas Cage or, you know, people with very distinct voices. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and they, you could don't... Do, they could do Emily Danielson and have you at a grocery store holding up a liquor store or whatever. But I you mean, know? that's at a grocery you, store that's holding using... up a liquor store. <laughs> Go with me on this. <laughs> I'm in the moment. <laughs> But you know what I'm trying to say. I do. But yeah. I mean, even without the AI impersonating you, mm-hmm. if your voice, if that were, if that became, you know, mandatory that this is how we interacted now, um, people do impressions of other people's voices. They could call the number. They could be you and, and see, get away with anything. Here's the thing, Emily. They don't need to even have an impressionist. I know. I know. They can just take stuff from, from your Facebook page, said. from your Twitter handle or X or whatever it is, right. from your Instagram account, and they can create a moving, talking you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, there was junior high students learning how to use AI, and they had their principal release everybody over the intercom I know. from school at I like know. 1030 in the morning. And yeah, and, and I, or talk what, about not being able to trust anyone. Yeah. This is where we're going, and it talks about how you know, don't let your love grow cold, right? Um, ugh, it's gonna get tough. I mean, even for blood bought believers, when it gets to the point where you can't even trust the words that people are saying or yeah. who you're even actually hearing, is this a real person? Is this not a real person? And so, wow, that's it's moving forward 
so fast. Yeah. So well, fast. today is Monday, first Monday in February. And mm-hmm. um, this day, because of our conference last week and because I just finished the David OFW series, I've been working on like a Gideon serv- uh, sermon series. Mm-hmm. I'm working on an end time sermon series. And at our Bible study today, I asked Chat GPT to do some stuff. We had a lot of fun with it, just showing what AI. I don't can have do. that evil app on my phone. <laughs> no, I know, but but what I'm saying is, is that AI is coming like a steamroller. It is. Yep. And so I had a couple questions that I've been jotting down as I'm looking at where to go because I even talked to you. Should we do Joseph or Abraham? You know, I mean, there's so many different ways I want to try to share God's word creatively right. from the platform at Fresh Encounter Church, which then goes to Salvage by God. And um, I just had a Nigeria download. And, you know, so I'm waiting for the email to say that the prince needs help <laughs> transferring funds. <laughs> we had nine downloads in like three hours this oh, morning of, wow. of my of my podcast, and one of them was Nigeria. That's awesome. I, yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I love seeing the word of God go out. I do too. And and all I care about, and I hate to say it this way because it does, I don't want to sound cold, but all I care about is the people that are associated with Fresh Encounter Church because that's my calling. I want I want Those them are your to, sheep. Th- yeah, that's that's, that's who that's who I'm praying for. That's who I'm thinking about when I'm. You know, when, when God's writing the word, but, but from there, God's using it to send it out. So anyway, I had these three questions Okay, and these three questions are at the forefront of this week, which is a very strategic week. I'm going to basically sketch out most of 2024 with what I'm going to share from the pulpit that God has blessed me with. And that is where is America in end times prophecy? Hmm. How do we roll in these dark and uncertain times? I mean, specifically you, your granny rant. We roll by saying, no, C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien mean something to us, and it has nothing to do with terrorism, and we're going to yeah. say so. It's real and true, and right. we're going to keep putting it out there. Yeah. And then the last question is, what do our eyes see and our ears hear in these dark and uncertain times? So those are the three guiding questions that I am okay. I'm just, I've been doing this, just dig into God's Word. And so what I would encourage you to do, listening, and Emily and I do this, I would just say, pick a Bible in the New Testament. It doesn't matter whether it's Philippians. I did first... Thessalonians three times last week. It takes 15 minutes. Can you say that three times fast? I can't. (laughs) (laughs) First Thessalonians, and uh, I have to enunciate. There's always a little pause. There's always a little pause. First Thessalonians. For people who don't know, sidebar, I had a speech impediment growing up and broadcasting. I love to tease you about it's that. God, it's God's <laughs> sense of humor that I got into broadcasting for 40 years. It's yeah. really, truly. It's a badge a of honor. God can do anything. Because I still have yeah. a lisp if I get lazy. Anyway, yeah. so <laughs> I found this as I'm asking these three questions. I'm doing research and I found what I'm about to share with you. It's the author. Her name is Hannah. And I'm not going to give her last name because... I don't know her, and okay. I don't. I, she okay. could be, you yep. know, a wackadoodle. She could be a born again, sold out believer. But what she wrote um, just just impacted me. Okay. And so I want to share it as the end of our deep dive, and All I think right. she nails it. Okay? okay. When you stop okay. and think about some of these things, okay, it starts out with this: you have a calling. You being Emily, you being you listening, you being Mike Shaw. All of us, we all have a calling. Mm-hmm. You have a calling. Your calling is going to crush you. That's how it starts. Wow. If you are called to mend the brokenhearted, you are going to wrestle with a broken heart. If you are called to heal God's little ones, you are going to experience your own share of trauma. Mm. If you are called to preach and teach the gospel, you will be sifted for the wisdom that anoints your message. 
every time God anoints my message, usually I've had some real struggles in the office on Tuesday and Wednesday. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I've seen you. And yeah. a lot of times I write the messages of what God's telling me to be better in. And and my prayer life has really increased. But there was a time when I have a prayer message I want to give. I couldn't give it because I would be saying things that I would not, could not do myself at that time. Yeah, you had and to hold. I had to hold. hold. And, and January has really helped me get, get, get that back. So if you're called to empower, your self-esteem will be attacked. Your success will be hard fought. Hmm. Your calling will come with spiritual warfare and sifting. Both are necessary for your mantle to be authentic, humble, and powerful. Mm. Your crushing won't be easy because your assignment is not easy, and you can't minister powerfully what you haven't walked out. Mm. Now, I'm going to say that again, and there's truth to it, but it's not complete truth. You can minister powerful the things you know nothing about when the Holy Spirit has you speak. It's just like uh, in the scripture, it says, don't get all figuring it out when you get dragged in front of the court, just chill right, and right. let Jesus give you the words when you're, when you're speaking that time. Mm-hmm. So that goes directly. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I do. You but can minister to anybody to anywhere. You don't have to have yeah. common ties yeah. in order to say you something. You can speak common yeah. sense about something you may not have experienced. Yeah. Yep, okay. Yep, yep. But you can minister much more powerfully when you have walked out something. The statement that she wrote was, you can't minister powerfully what you haven't walked out. Not true, but it is true that, look, we've been married 38 years. Mm-hmm. When we do marriage conference, we're speaking from things we've walked out. Mm-hmm. We've, we're speaking from things that we know have right. have, have been tried and true. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's part of the truth of that. Does exactly. that make sense? Absolutely. So she concludes, she says, when you're feeling the weight of it coming down on you, run to the Father who longs to be your comfort. Let him whisper your true identity over you while resting under the shadow of his wings. And this whole world about identity, for the born-again believer, your identity is that while you are still a sinner, Christ worked his way to you in your filth and mess. He saved you, redeemed you, and gave you a new life. Mm -hmm. And now in sanctification, you walk with the Lord to grow stronger with him. And so your identity is is in the Lamb's Book of Life. Mm-hmm. That new name written in the Lamb's Book of Life, that needs to be your number one identity for all of you identity seekers out there. Position yourself against the heartbeat of the Lord. Let him renew your strength and set your eyes forward. No olives, no oil. Right. No grapes, no wine. Your oil and wine is not cheap, my friend. Mm. And when I read that, I got just jacked because that's exactly what we fight against. We fight against cheap, sleazy grace and cheap, easy salvation. No, it was paid for with a price. Very valuable. And you (laughs) will also pay the price in this culture if you want to walk out your faith. And everybody who knows Jesus authentically wants to walk out their faith. Then it's just a matter of how. Yeah. And that uh, was very deep. You dove oh, really thanks. deep. You know what I missed Surprise, out on? Surprise! You can hold your breath that long. <laughs> I, I only made one reference to the scripture, but yet the scriptures wrapped all over it. Yeah, and I wish I would have had more chapters and verses. Um, but that but would take show prep, and I'm not willing to do that. Sometimes one <laughs> verse is so full. I know it's so full. You could write volumes and yeah. volumes on one verse. I will give you yeah. one verse off the All top right. of my head. First Thessalonians <laughs> <laughs> chapter four, verse 11. Yeah. It says, strive to live a quiet life and work out your life with the work of your hands or nice. live out your life with the work of your hands. Yep. 
That's why I'm on this show. I've been behind a microphone. I'm 59 years old. I've been behind a microphone since I was 16. This is the work of my hands. So that's why as long as you want to do this, Emily, I'll be here to Just support it. Just keep your fingers out of your mouth. But I came to Harlan, <laughs> Iowa to live the quieter life. We did. You know, to sit on my back deck and I got a cornfield coming up to my backyard to what, to see the field of dreams, to talk to God, to, to, to just have a group of authentic believers. And here's the thing about, about the people at Fresh Encounter <laughs> Church. There is a group here that is not afraid. Mm-hmm. And I love that God sent me here. And I know Mike Shaw, he'll tell you the same thing. God sent yeah. him here and he's, you know, he's living, I mean, we say living the dream, but but for real, the dream is to serve Jesus. This is a great place. So we know that the enemy is going to continue to attack. Absolutely. So pray for Emily, pray for me, pray for Mike Shaw, pray for the success of Fresh Encounters leadership team. And all of that is what happens to lead to Fresh Road Media. So, there you go. And thank uh, you for the sharing first Thessalonians chapter four. <laughs> All right. We're going to take that 10 second break right now. We're coming back with Right On and Way Off. You're listening to Listener Supported No Apology with Emily and Chris on FreshRoadMedia.com. Hey, if you enjoy listening to No Apology with Emily and Chris, if you get any encouragement from it, please consider standing with us financially. Go to FreshRoadMedia.com and consider giving a wonderful gift today. It is appreciated. Welcome back to No Apology with Emily and Chris. Listener supported FreshRoadMedia.com where we laugh louder, dig deeper, and live larger in the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, Emily, yeah, I got to tell you, it's been a fun show so far. Yeah. And interesting, behind the scenes as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot more that goes on. There's a lot more that goes on. Than just what y'all hear. <laughs> and um, I'm happy. I'm going to look right into the camera. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I'm really happy to be part of this show. <laughs> And we're happy that you're here. No, I we mean, really you know, are happy that you're here. Look, you know, I want to be the pastor of Fresh Encounter Church, and my my message went out today, uh, um, salvaged by God. The message I did yesterday, and I got a um, download from Nigeria. There was like nine downloads in two hours, and I was just checking to see if it was there and how many. And yeah. so Nigeria had two downloads, and uh, I think Australia had one. Um, Michigan, G'day, mate. <laughs> Mi- Michigan was leading uh, Nebraska, which was leading Iowa, you know, and again, it's just, it's all starting to come in. But, but the point is, is that I immediately thought, am I going to get that email from the prince who can't seem to connect with a bank to transfer money? <laughs> <laughs> the prince from Nigeria. <laughs> Anywho, welcome back to the program. And yeah. we are glad that you're here. You can spend your time listening to any podcast out there and you've chosen this one. And everybody at the Fresh Road Media team is grateful. We truly, truly are. We are moving on up closer to right on, way off. So let's bring Mike in. But before we play the game, hello, Mike. Hey, how's it going? Good to see you. Good to be seen. (laughs) You know, I'm like a child over here. Yeah. Should be seen and not heard. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I, I was neither until now. So. You're like that faithful golden retriever that just mm-hmm. sits there waiting and waiting. And then it's like, go, it's your turn. And you hit your mark every I've time. I've been trained so. well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have. So welcome once again to the show. I wanted to share a story with you guys because it happened today. I love how. Is it story time? It's 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 my show and tell. Okay. It's, okay. Before right on way off, we're going to do story time. 
I like it's, it. Because it reminded me of Mike this morning. I'm making breakfast oh, cool. and I thought about Mike. Yeah. Uh, because can you um, eat like animal byproducts? So Mike's asked, on the carnivore cult diet. diet. He yes. only eats meat. Yeah. I tell my con- first. Thessalonians. <laughs> I tell my fellow carnivore cultists that you call me that, and but I tell them, you know, you're, that you're just kidding, that you're yeah, supportive, yeah. and they love it. So they yeah, it, yeah. so I'm part yeah. of the it's carnivore like Bible cult. idiots. You take on the yeah. moniker because yeah. it's true. Just so, own it. So yeah. strict carnivore, and strict I'm, carnivore I'm not 100 percent strict. I don't know anybody who really is. There's a couple, but okay. strict carnivore is animal products only. Mm. Um, okay, and then so I'll, but I will throw in an avocado now and then. Okay. Uh, lately, okay. I've been doing pickled jalapenos in my hamburger because hamburger gets boring after a while, but yeah. it's but it's really good. For you know, we're getting late yeah. on Monday without yeah. dinner, <laughs> yeah. and I'm hungry. <laughs> I, I just want a pickled jalapeno now. Yeah. Meat with hey, pickled jalapenos can, can on you eat so cheese? You, yeah. Yeah, cheese. Yeah. Yogurt, comes from a cow. Yeah. You can eat yogurt, eggs, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Eggs See, come from a chicken. Yeah. So yogurt. <laughs> or duck Anything eggs. that comes from an animal. Yep. Yep. Any, yeah. any, any animal product is part, is part of can, uh, carnivore. Okay. Yeah. So right. were you working with yogurt when you thought of Mike? <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I mean, I know that yogurt's I you're a staple. Asking Mike this question. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was no making sugar. breakfast, and I thought of you. I was no sugar, breakfast. no fruit. Yeah, I was yeah. making breakfast, and I'm dishing up yogurt, and I just started thinking, I wonder if Mike eats yogurt, and I'm. I, that's what I do. I, my brain just floats along all day. Um, no, but <laughs> say it ain't so. <laughs> so I wanted to ask. Now I know. I'm now glad I know. asked. Uh, but then I'm I'm dishing up my yogurt with the berries and the nuts and the oatmeal and blah blah blah. blah. And my brain was not in sync with my hand. And I, you know how they, it, the yogurt gets that like little milky stuff that settles on the top. Kind of like a little ungodly pool of yuck. <laughs> the stuff that I stir in. <laughs> you stir it. Yes. Because it's kind of The stuff gross. you stir in. Yeah. yeah. Or the <laughs> pool of yuck. <laughs> Go ahead. So anywho. Tell us about your yogurt uh, yuck. This pool of yuck uh, <laughs> got splattered all over the front of me because oh, my brain was not in sync with my hands. They were not on the same page. I went to scoop and it just kind of like mm. over the, or the front of me. So I go to the bathroom, our little half bath, you know, where it's got the little vanity and the little tiny mirror up on top. And I'm washing off my shirt. This is actually the sweater that I am still wearing. Well, it looks pretty good. Doesn't I look yogurt splattered it all too bad. over. So I clean it up. I go about my day. Uh, you know, that was first thing in the morning. Now we're into the afternoon. And I'm like, okay, I got to get over to the studio. We got to start preparing for the show. And I start getting dressed. And now I look in our full length mirror because I'm like, hopefully I don't have anything untucked or whatever. And I saw more yogurt sm- splatter. <laughs> what did you call it? Smush. What? Pool of yuck. Pool of yuck. Pool of yuck. I, I found more yogurt pool of yuck, like down lower that I couldn't see it in the mirror, in the little tiny mirror. So I right. go back in the bathroom and I'm scrubbing it off. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Is that like full length James? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm running behind a little bit and I'm hurrying, hurrying. And I get to the kitchen, got my keys, my purse, blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm going to throw on my shoes. And I bend over and I my boot is like. <laughs> you got what? yogurt on your boot? My boot. Can you see that? 
Dims your boots. <laughs> That's my boots. There's literally yogurt splattered all over my so boots. So for those listening, yeah. there's literally yogurt splattered on her boots. So, <laughs> <laughs> the audio listeners love that. Yes. Do you see that? It's no, nice I'm driving. White splatter <laughs> on my cute little black boot. Yeah. And so I'm like, I don't have time to wash this off. I just come over. So, but it reminded me. Uh, there's a saying, you'll, you've probably heard us say it before, and we'll say it again, because we got it from a bishop who Chris worked for for a while. Wonderful. But he was actually on the show. Yeah, Ron Bull. Ron Bull. The rock and roll uh, bishop? Yes. Yeah, rock and roll bishop. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. Cool. He should write a Great song. Musician. Great musician. He should write a song, because he's got a phrase, and the phrase is, Sin splatters. Sin splatters. Like, and, uh, like yogurt yuck, man. <laughs> like yogurt yuck. <laughs> I saw that boot, and that popped in my head, how sin splatters and you just don't realize how far reaching it is. And so <laughs> I'm like, I got to tell this story because I want to encourage our listeners. That's part of the reason why we do the show um, is to encourage people that, yeah, God's word is true. You can believe it. But that righteousness that Christ gives us and he talks about us, about us thirsting after his righteousness we should be doing that because sin, even small little sins, they splatter. They affect every. They affect other parts of the body, and sometimes we don't know it for a little while, if ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does. Your sin will affect other people, and so that striving for righteousness, the desire to be holy, don't lose that. It's so important because sin does really truly splatter. I have not been home to see if is it splattered all over the uh, counter and the cupboards. <laughs> I have and, no idea. I mean, I obviously you didn't just do a little gloop on the thing. I mean, apparently right. it's everywhere. I well, I I'm hoping the dogs licked it off. <laughs> to be quite honest, I would think they would have. I don't know why they didn't lick it off my little boot. They Tune in for more <laughs> cleaning life hacks with Emily and her dogs. Yes. <laughs> Housekeeping hacks, let the dog lick it up. It reminds me of a situation that is real that you can remember. And that is um, we had a a bottle of ketchup, okay, Uh that fell off a counter. Uh And when it fell, it hit. And, I mean, it exploded. Exploded, yeah. Onto the ceiling and everything. Just a weird, one of those weird In weird places. Like, how did that trajectory even get there? And for months. (laughs) First of all, it took like two hours to get the first cleaning done. You're right. And then the next day, it's like, well, that's still not very clean. So then we cleaned for another two hours. Then for months, we would see little specks here and there that yeah. we'd have to go get. Yeah. And I've always used the analogy about cleaning a refrigerator when you're going to move. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go to clean the refrigerator and it's got to be clean. So you clean it. It's clean. You come back like 10 minutes later. Oh, look at the yeah. nooks and crannies. That's not clean. So the you more clean you it clean, again. The more you realize you got to clean just, more. You come back yeah. three or four times. You're still finding stuff that could be better. And finally, you just give up and say, okay, yeah. it's going to be what it's going to be. Our our life and you know fighting sin in our life is much like that. It really and just is. just know that Jesus will be there to get the yogurt off your boot. That's right. To get the sinful <laughs> yuck off yourself. And so it's frustrating. Get the yuck off. No, I want, I want, I want people to not live uh, spiritually defeated lives because they keep seeing splatter in their lives. Yeah, you know, you'll keep uh, seeing it. Yeah. I, 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 thought I, I thought I had victory over that, and yet there it is again. And so you just keep going back to the Lord. I, I must say this at least three times a week, whether mm-hmm. it's in counseling on, on the broadcast or in my sermons. It just comes up in my sermon all the time, and I don't even have it in my notes. And that is daily in keeping with repentance. 
His mercies are renewed each yeah. and every Amen. sunrise. Yeah, he cleans us up. He gets the yogurt off the boots yeah. every day. And, and I just it, want to end with this, and then okay. I'll I'll shut up about it. But <laughs> do you realize that there will be no splatter at all on Judgment Day for those who have their names written in the Lamb's Book of Life? That's Remember. why we call it the good news, because mm-hmm. Jesus will present you in front of the Father because of his sacrifice on the cross and his victory over death, hell, and the, the grave at the resurrection, as if you're perfect and never sinned. No yogurt. That is great. No yogurt <laughs> on the boots, man. No yogurt on, no ketchup on the ceiling. It's, uh-huh. No it's, pooling it's clean up here. And, perfect. That, and that's what gets me excited to share the gospel yeah. and just try to live out our faith and, you know, try to fight uh, yeah. people who want to say that C.S. Lewis now is leading to <laughs> terrorism, you know? Oh, right. So is that our new euphemism for sin is yogurt on my boots? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Get some yogurt on well, my boots. Yeah. I got to deal with Before yeah. you clean the yogurt off of your sister's boots, quit wading in yogurt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Does that work? Does that work? I don't know. That's a good one. Clean the yogurt off your own boot first. This be the yogurt version (laughs) of the Bible. Get the yogurt off your sweater before you worry about the yogurt on your neighbor's boot. (laughs) And yogurt, that's just a nice way of saying pool of yuck. Pool of yuck. Yeah. Uh, So let's move on. (laughs) All right. Let's move on to right on way off. How did that happen? I don't know. I had to tell my little story. It was Emily's show and tell. I love love it. Everybody's going to love it. Sin splatters. Okay, right on, way off. Let's move there. I've got three statements, as I always do, and I'm going to read them to you guys. You guys tell me whether they are right on or way off. And Chris, we're going to start with you. All right. Um, I don't even know which one I should do first. Um, I'll do this one. If you... <laughs> You don't number them ahead of time? <laughs> so I do, and then I rearrange them. Oh, okay. and, then Mike, I, and then Mike. sometimes, depending on what we've talked about, it's like that one needs oh, to go okay. first. You know what I mean? Yes. Mike, yeah. Mike, is this your first day? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. we just got done with a story where she splattered yogurt uh, and she cleaned herself up. Four times. <laughs> oh, that's true. And, and I'm still not and, clean. And still, no, there's still yogurt on the boot. And when another <laughs> member of the body of Christ has spilled yogurt, I should have compassion and, and hey, lovingly. There you go. Lovingly All right. Them. In no Good particular point. order, Emily, plain random. You don't want the hand fighting with the boot. You that's know, right. hey, yeah. boot. Well, if it weren't that's for right. you, hand. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway. you know, nobody knows where the you're parallels going. Parallels are Nobody can see your three questions, your three <laughs> statements, or whatever it is. Only you can All see right. them. We All right. Mike and I don't even know what you're going to Statement number one. Statement number one, right, Chris, we we're go. going to you. All right. If you pervert the truth, you will soon be incapable of knowing what's true and what is false. Is that right on or is that way off? I'm going to go right on. All right. I'm going to go with right on. on okay. That. Why? Yeah. Quickly. I believe that you deteriorate once you start accepting falsehoods. Hmm. And when you when you don't understand what the truth is, it just starts to move on you, and, and then you, you're not able to, to differentiate. There's mm-hmm. probably a 20-minute explanation, but you told me to hurry, so yes. that's it. I'm just going to say very concise. Right I am so proud of you. Like, I have never been more in love with you than I am right now. I'll help you clean so your boot. You don't have to suck up. Okay. <laughs> Get the leather cleaner yeah, here. Right uh, okay, gotcha. Mike Shaw. I'll be at home with the, with the shoe brush in a couple hours. Mike Shaw, if you pervert the truth, you will soon be incapable of knowing what's true and what is false. Is that right on or is that way off? That is so right on. Okay, For two very specific reasons and probably more. But, you know, (laughs) 
what a what a tangled web we weave when we practice to deceive. Oh, that's good. And so you're yeah. deceiving yourself. Yeah, you are. And mm-hmm. then at some point you're gonna get lost. You're gonna get lost in those lies. Yeah. And then the other part just kind of dovetails right at that point is you're searing your conscious. Yeah. And so as you're searing your conscious, you're you're becoming numb to the lies. You're falling deeper into the lies, and then you don't even know what the truth is anymore yeah. at some point. So it's yeah. yes, danger will Robinson. All yeah. right. You know the Bible. The Bible has a uh, Jesus has a phrase for that. Yeah, it's called eyes to see and ears to hear. Okay, and that people are and in Second uh, Corinthians chapter four or First Corinthians chapter four. Are you sure it's not First? Thessalonians. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's <laughs> dramatic pause. I, love it. It, it, I think it's it, where it's veiled. Okay, people are veiled; they're perishing; yes, they yes, cannot yes. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's in chapter four of one right. of Paul's letters. Yeah, uh, and I, yeah. I'm blanking because I'm okay. really hungry on a Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> it's, we call it the Hangry Show. I, I've been the denied food to record <laughs> and do show prep. All right. Uh, so uh, we're both right on. Are we All right. right on? Uh, you are right on. That's actually a Charles Spurgeon quote. Oh, and I, and I worded it a little course. different, and I'll read you the entire quote. It says, he that perverts the truth will soon be incapable of knowing the true from the false. If you persist in wearing glasses that distort, everything will be distorted to you. Oh, nice. I thought that was very good. It goes good right job, in line Chuck. with what my dad. Yeah, Chucky boy. What my dad, Dick Jack, used to tell me. And mm-hmm. he's like, the people that are like, you're lying, you're lying, you're lying, that can't trust other people, it's because they probably lie. People who are like, you're out to get me, you're yeah. here, you're going to mm-hmm. take my stuff, you're going to take my stuff uh, to everyone. It's probably, they maybe have a bit of a theft problem. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you tend to start There's you know, another putting group. it on other people and it's not You're intolerant. Real. You're intolerant. You're intolerant uh, because they are the most intolerant people hey, on the planet. Bing, that was really good. Thanks. You are so yeah. on. I, I think know. you should go hungry more often. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week for the another hangry show. Where I eat a sandwich in front of Mike Shaw because he can't eat bread. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> You'll be the tawny scrawny lion. There you go. All right. Number two. Um, Let's see here. An Oklahoma lawmaker, Mike, we're going to go to you. Mm-hmm. An Oklahoma lawmaker has introduced a bill allowing schools with students who identify as furries to contact animal control to remove them and require parents of these self-identified animals to retrieve them from the school. Cool. Is that legislation? Is that right on or is that way off? Oh, uh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> In 2024, it could, it could very well be. Um, okay. I mean, it's true. That's is a it, true story. It, so it is legislation. It, it is, is legislation. Are you right on with yeah. it or way yeah. off? Oh, are they, I, are they right favorite? on with that? Oh, yeah. gosh, no. That is so way off. Why? Why? Well, that's not how you treat people. I, I <laughs> It's just not. I mean, I understand they've asked for it. I mean, yeah. that's how yeah. they're... Now, if they break some sort of school rule besides using the litter box, which should be against a rule, mm-hmm. um, then... I don't know. See, I'm torn. I'm talking myself yeah, into being right see? on, but I'm still way <laughs> off with that. I, I, that that's just way to off. have inter, to have yeah. animal control intervene. Yeah, that's okay. way off. I, right. I, I wouldn't do that. Um, you know, they're very wrong, and schools should not cater to that. Mm-hmm. Um, in any any because there are schools that are catering to that sort of exactly. thing. exactly, and you know, don't do that. You know, right. as parents and as institutions, you've got to stand strong. Yeah. Look, you are a human child yep. and you're going to act like a human child. There are two genders and you don't get to pick one. It was assigned to you yeah. and end of story. Let's 
Let's learn some math. Okay. <laughs> um, and I do want to add that mm -hmm. one of the key words here, I think, is it's a bill that allows schools to do that. It doesn't make it a school policy or anything, but if schools wanted to do, do that, that, it would allow them to do that. All right. Yeah, Still do way off. All right, Chris, what do you think? Lawmaker in Oklahoma has introduced a bill allowing schools with students who identify as furries to contact animal control to remove them and require parents of these self-identified animals to retrieve them from the school. I am right on. <laughs> I knew it. I am more I than it. right on. I knew it. Yeah. I know. No, I mean, Mike, your second half of your discussion, yeah. you kind of are right on. <laughs> I know. You're just like, oh, I want to be Grace. I, you know, I want to have Grace. Yeah. Look, yeah. I, I'm I'm of the Elliot Ness Untouchables place now with you know where how they got Al Capone. Yeah. They tried to they tried to Oops. do all the nicety <laughs> things. They tried to nice have Grace. Thing. They tried to play by the rules, and at the end of the day, they yeah. had to get aggressive. It yeah. is time for us to say enough is enough. Yeah. If you want to be a furry and you want to come to school and they enact that law, I uh -huh. think they should put them in the dog catcher wagon, give them the full ride home. <laughs> you know, really, really show this them what's what happened to dogs that are bad. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's time for sanity to come back. Yeah. And well, if, this, if this is an insanity, ungracious, people need to be treated better than that. I don't have a problem with Mike's right, way right. off, but I'm right on. I, I really think that capitulating to these people has empowered them yeah. and it continues to erode society. I'm sorry. You know, it's it's just like, you know, I very rarely agree with Bill Maher. OK, right, right. but Bill Maher said that he is so glad that they when he was seven years old, they didn't have pirate, you know, Reimaging surgery or whatever right. it is, because yeah. he'd have an eye patch and a peg leg right now. Right, that's what he, he wanted all he to wanted be. To do was a pirate, you know. Yeah. So you know, a lot of these people are just looking for attention. If you're that confused that you're an actual cat and you need to identify as a cat, and adults, thinking adults, some with master's degrees, are going to put kitty litter in the bathroom for yeah. you. This is a problem, and any any county community that enacts a law like that. I'm right on. So I'm, right. I'm thinking the law should be to go after those master degree people that are putting <laughs> litter boxes in the... It's because everywhere. that's where the problem but is. But see, it's here's everywhere. the thing, though, too. I do know, because I witnessed it, and this was long ago, children are different when their parents aren't around. Mm -hmm. And they're doing things their parents have no idea that they're doing. Um, and so I think if parents had to deal with that, they might second guess. Oh, really? Is that what I have to do? And I will say that um, I'm right on with it because it allows school to do that, to do to take those types of measures, depending on what you're dealing with, because maybe there's some parents that don't want it. Now, you're going to you're going to embrace my cat daughter, whatever. Um, but there there's schools like in Mississippi who they have had to write policy mm -hmm. so that when this comes and it is coming, um, their policy of their school is this is an institution. We educate yeah. only people. That's my point. If you are not a person, you can't be here. Yep. And so they're they're getting these things in place. But I think that there are probably areas, regions you know, different people have different dynamics where it's probably more of a problem in some areas than it is in others. Well, let me tell you about a problem that's happening right now that came out today. And by the way, it's Super Bowl Monday. Okay. okay? The DEI consultant to the NFL. Okay. Can, have you seen this, Mike? No. no. Anytime you start a sentence yeah. with the <laughs> DEI <laughs> consultant, I they know say, what's coming. Yeah. This person said... 
that it was, and, and I haven't verified the story, but I, but I saw it in my news headlines mm-hmm. today and I read it and I just shook my head because it's right in the same line with the furries right, and all this right, other right, stuff. Right, right, right. That the 49ers winning the Super Bowl would be a slap in the face to the diversity and equity and inclusion for the NFL. Why? Because it would lean towards white supremacy because Brock Purdy's white, the top running back in the in the in the league, Christian McCaffrey's white. white. The number one defensive end on their defense, uh, Bosa is white, and all of these white players winning the Super Bowl would be a slap in the face to diversity. So you know who yeah. sees color and only? Racist. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah, those people the whole thing, <laughs> critical you, race theory DEI yeah. from uh, the pit of hell. And uh, I'm sorry, it, it is, is just yeah. all, all of it wrapped up together. How do you fight back? Well, you fight back with the truth and I'm saying a little legislation and the dog catcher van at the high school yeah. might be something you want to use. <laughs> well, I think it sounds like extreme legislation, too, because it's like we're going to knock this off. Yeah, we're, we're just going to put an end to it. That's and so it sounds too, so. <laughs> it sounds crazy that we're even having to write that stuff. But but I think once you make schools, you know, when we were growing up, if we got in trouble, our parents were like automatically on the school side. You know, (laughs) it's like knock it off. And so um, that is totally reversed. And I think it's I think it's we have to put the fire out and you're not going to put the fire out by spitting on it. You know what I mean? No, I mean, it has to be a group think effort to say we've had enough. Look, United Airlines just came out and said that they are going to use DEI to hire pilots. So if you are a white heterosexual um, man. Yeah. And you're a really good pilot. You don't get a job with United now until right. they've met their quota. Right. Doesn't matter where you are in the graduating order. Uh, achievement based on um, merit. S- merit. Yeah. Is 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 being a thing thrown of the out. past. A thing of the past for uh, sure. There, there, yeah. Look, there's a real. There was a real problem throughout our history <clears throat> of opportunities being inordinate. You know. Upside down. Mm-hmm. We've leveled that out with common sense, with education, and with truthfully, with the love of Christ, really can make a huge difference in giving true Absolutely. opportunities to everybody. Yeah. So again, if I come across too harsh, it's because I'm done. Well, I'm done. We are playing right on way off. I'm, I'm right on. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get back to the game. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put the fun on. Uh, but just a little side note. So Did what I you're mentioned saying, I haven't eaten in like nine hours. So what you're saying. <laughs> it's an angry show. It's an angry show. What you're saying is Dickie Jack was probably right. Those screaming racist, 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 racist. It's probably because they're racist. I don't know. I think th- dad was on to something. Every, every, time, every time we get in the ditch with these conversations, it all comes back to one thing. I have watched thousands, there's thousands of testimonies out there on all sides of these issues where Christ has changed people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they don't get a they don't get a testimony. Right. Yeah. You know? And yeah. that's that's why I really I mean I would love to have They don't get have, a voice. They they don't get to be the dissenting voice in the room right, anymore. Yeah. Right. We need those dissenting But the 49ers, voices. that's based on the gold rush. I thought the color of gold is, is <laughs> no. It's just they have too Everybody many good white gold. players, and so if they win the Super Bowl, I that's going to be yeah. bad. And my heart just sank when I read that. Yeah. Anyway, it's just it's like insane. I don't it's wanna, insane. I don't want to see little Charlene get picked up at the school because she thinks she's a cat right, and treated right, bad. I, right. I like Mike on that it's area, but happen. right. 
but I'm done. It's a lawmaker <laughs> in Oklahoma who's getting some good press. And I think what <laughs> he's, he's doing is he's giving per- he's, he's making he's a point. Giving schools permission to deal with it. He's making a point. Just deal with it because yeah. your yeah. your your state government's going to stand by you, yeah. and I like that. Yeah. All right, the very last one. This is an interesting statement. Man does not have a soul. Man does not have a soul. He is a soul. He has a body. Is that right on, Chris, or is that way off? I'm going to go right on. Okay. Our soul is what Jesus says is so valuable. That's what he saved. That's Mm -hmm. what he's forgiven. That's what he's presenting in front of God. Mm -hmm. And we get new bodies on the other side. So uh, I talked way too much on the last one. (laughs) He poked the bear and I got off. And so I'm going to say uh, I'm right on on that, uh, Miss Emily. Thank you. I love your yogurt boots. <laughs> I will share my pool of yuck with you if you'd like. And I will I will take a spoonful happily, Your Majesty. <laughs> Helps the digestion. All right, Mike Shaw, man does not have a soul. He is a soul. He, he has a body. Is he, that right on or way off? He is a soul. That he is, is a soul. Absolutely right on. All right. So then I can do the mini sermon. On yes. The, the triune being, you know, we're made in God's image. We're Ooh. triune. We're spirit soul and body mm-hmm. when you accept Christ for reals and he becomes your savior and it's it's a real thing mm-hmm. your spirit is sealed with his spirit mm-hmm. you are saved yeah. your body ain't no help ain't no hope for your body <laughs> <laughs> This side of heaven. It's a tent that's wearing out. Tent that's wearing out. Are you calling me fat? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say a little threadbare over there. Yeah, a little bit. Why are you so bit. defensive? I know. I know. <laughs> so anyway, you're, so you get the new body. Yeah. You will be saved. Yes. But your soul, that's who you are. That's yeah. it. And yeah. that's where the battleground is. And that's where you're renewing your mind by reading, the, by washing with the word. Yeah. You're walking it out with Jesus. You're, mm-hmm. you're being crushed by your calling. Yeah. That, I love that term. That killed me. That mm-hmm. I, I need to, I need to get, find Hannah. Uh, we need to talk. <laughs> that was amazing. She's probably awesome, but again, without knowing her, I'm not yeah, going to give her hard. full. It's hard to yeah, say, yeah. Because yeah, all we'll, find you, Hannah. we'll find Hannah. Yeah, all of a sudden, you find out she wants to, you know, cart furries away from school. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that could using be. animal control. So, in your, in your, but the essence of who you are, your soul, yeah. your your thoughts, your emotions, your the essence of who you are. That's where you're being saved. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're saved. You're being saved, and you will be saved. Mm-hmm. Love your it. Soul, great, great, great explanation. Your dude. soul remains forever. That is really who you are. So, uh, any guesses as to who might have said that? Who C.S. Wants- Lewis. Um, Chris. I'm going to say uh, I've got it. I got it right with a stab in the dark with this guy a couple shows ago. R.C. Sproul. Ah, it's C.S. Lewis. Uh, Mike was behind a point and totally redeems himself. You're tied once again. (laughs) No, I I wanted to throw in a C.S. Lewis quote since he's, you know, on the terrorist list now. (laughs) Well, you went through that whole thing at the beginning. And so, you know, I'm the one who comes up with the names of the show. So if you have a problem with that, email email me. (laughs) So I I have today's. Showtime. Oh, good. What is it going to be? Make 1984 fiction again. Yes. Nice. Please do. Please do. I thought for sure you'd have the word yogurt in there somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be the subtitle. That'll be the subtitle. (laughs) Right. You too can clean the yogurt (laughs) off your boots. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for the show. Before we go, uh, Mike Shaw, talk to me about Jesus is coming soon. What's new? Do we have a new name yet? We, you know, we haven't. Um, 
I'll, I'll just be honest with you is, and you know this, we've talked about this. We've all been going a zillion miles an hour yeah. Yeah. leading up to the conference. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the conference ended last weekend. Mm -hmm. Have you recovered yet? Because well, I don't know that I have. <laughs> I'm tying up loose ends. Okay. Um, so I had some overlapping things. Mm -hmm. And so I just have not. I finally, yesterday, yeah. last night, I finally had like a night where I didn't have something that I was deadlined on. Praise God. And I played a video game. Nice. For Good hours. For you. For Happy hours. For you. Um, Happy for you. So then we'll get to the brainstorming. Um, the rest of this week, I think, yeah. would be, was good for that this weekend. And we'll know it when we, you'll know yeah. it when you hear it. Right. I got, you know I got, I, mean? I got a suggestion. Okay. We call it <laughs> politics, Jesus, yogurt, yuck, smoothie. Because <laughs> you blend all that stuff together. That sounds really no. good. Yeah. How about, how about yeah, yogurt no. furries? No, no. So during brainstorming. Well, you're going to do politics. You're going to do Jesus. You right. do it some end times. And the reason yeah. you want to change the name is Jesus is coming soon. When you hear that, you want to tune into prophecy stuff. And that's, that's not of all of it's what you're going to do. It's going to be part of it, but it's not all. That's the other, where I get The other the, part of it is the name's too long. So your name was longer. Yeah. But but during brainstorming, there are no bad, no bad ide ideas. No bad yeah. ideas. Right. We just throw them out later, and that will be the first one we Because throw out ideas later. spawn yes. other ideas. No, right. So, yeah. Um, yeah if, it, if in fact, if, How you're, about this? if you're watching or listening, <laughs> send in your ideas, too. First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians. I'm, I'm hoping for something pithy, but it has to be oh, available. You want me to say the word pithy? Yes, pithy. Pithy? Yes. <laughs> Really? Chris's pithy sidekick show. <laughs> yeah. How about um uh -huh. how about rapture, Jesus, politics, and Biden is a criminal? How about that? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Those are all true. Uh yeah. I just, you know, brainstorming, yeah. wow, spitballing here. You yeah. are hungry, aren't yeah. you? <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, we I haven't gotten any hate that. letters in a long time. Maybe yeah, let's not them. shoot for that. Right. So what were you saying, Mike? I said, so we're working on all as far as a name goes. Uh -huh. And, you know, we've talked about maybe making it a daily show someday. Yeah. And, and doing that's it, our hope. And doing news and commentary and some yes. interviews. And that's that's uh, your wheelhouse. Man. I like that idea. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, I need to start get started up again. So yep. I'm hoping to put out something out next week and, awesome. and start to get back on the. Yeah. road to consistency and you've got your good. you've got your read through the bible program yeah that's that, up there that is available at freshroadmedia.com just mm -hmm. click on jesus is coming soon with mike shaw and there's a google calendar set up for you mm -hmm. yeah and you can start it like any time you know yeah you yeah. can start at any time and and jump in um the bible's gonna be there for you <laughs> <laughs> so does it go right. away now Not another, yet anyway now another way to do it is you know if you're gonna do two Chapters in the old, two chapters in the new, three psalms, except for Psalm 119, then it's one psalm that day, yep. and that day's Proverbs. Um, you can just do bookmarks in your Bible. That's yeah. how I did it the first time. Yep. And so there are days you will miss. You're a person. Um, and so it's easier just to pick up where you left off if you have all right. those bookmarks in yep. there. So that's the other way to do it. Yeah, you don't have to be uh, perfect about it. There's no, you know, star. It's not going on your permanent record. No, nope. you're not um, earning your way to heaven with this reading program. every time you drink in God's word, it, yeah. there is a benefit there. And trust sure. me, it's going on the terrorist list. So read it while you can. Yeah. All right. All right, Chris. Yeah. Salvaged by God. What Salvaged is new? Salvaged by God. Uh, well, I've got like a dozen good thought starters right now. And it's Monday. So I've got, that's my big, big job for tomorrow morning is to really start to compartmentalize where we're going to go. 
But the teaching that I'm going to be doing, the sermons, the messages, whatever you want to call them, that I'm going to be sharing at Fresh Encounter Church Sunday by Sunday, will be rebroadcast on Salvage by God. And I really want to strengthen the remnant church for such a time as this. That's yeah. really what I, I mean, I know I came across a little harsh there, but I am, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm just wanting Christians to get up on the wheel and drive. And Don't what, be afraid. And, and that, yeah, yeah. And that includes speaking the truth. And, and the most loving yeah. thing you can do is tell people the truth, even if they yeah. say you're being abrasive, yep. but have grace, have love, have understanding to a limit. Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus didn't call us to be a doormats to the world. He really didn't. He called, you know, to give us the fruits of the Spirit and the full mm -hmm. armor of God and all of these things. Yes. And so there is a kinder, gentler, I can't put up with this anymore. Mm -hmm. It's it's there. Yeah. Uh, you don't, you know, you don't have to come across annoyed like I do. So I know we're going to get into some end time <laughs> stuff. I know we're going to get into some uh, sermon series about different Bible characters. I really would like to try to maybe even do like an eight-part series on Romans. Oh, um, and yeah. The great eight. I could yeah. do 16, just great. do one chapter and make each chapter really a sermon. Should. But you yeah, really should, because so Romans thick. is where we are right now. It yeah. really is. Romans chapter I mean, one is history everywhere. History repeats itself, right? You can't you can't deny the fact that common sense is gone. Depraved mind is running everywhere, and that word depraved mind in Romans chapter one, debased mind or whatever you know, when God gives them over, mm -hmm. what that actually means is that they have a mind where they're no longer able to care for themselves. Are you seeing that? Yeah. Are you seeing that in England when they say that C.S. Lewis's works of fiction? It will lead to terrorist Terrorism. activity from right-wing nut jobs. Yeah, that's what they basically are saying. And I'm paraphrasing, yet they'll but let that's little children really truly believe that they're a cat. Yeah, that's just yeah. so sad. Yeah, I mean, you know, if if you think that letting these folks dance in front of little children is righteous, and that somebody who wants an adult who wants to pray in public is an offense to you. We don't have a chance for fellowship, right? And it's not because I'm being this stubborn person. So it's because that's what, there's going to be yogurt on somebody's boot. <laughs> so that's what Salvage by God is. Salvage by God. We want to syndicate. We want. We want to get it out there and 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 have those messages impact people. I'm struggling with: is it even good enough? And you know, is my teaching even good enough? And every time that I just throw caution to the wind, put my head down, and just speak what God's laid on my heart. Some weeks I'm sitting there on Wednesday reviewing my message and I'm weeping. Mm -hmm. It's like, I can't do this. I, I don't want to say this to these folks. And then God gives me strength and I go out and offend a good batch of people. That's what I do. <laughs> I don't think anyone's been offended. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think anyone's been offended. I don't think so. I bottom I line so. a lot of stuff. But uh, yeah, you know, you're kind of talking about Moses there where it's like, no, you know, I'm, I'm not the one to say these things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you kind of are. I'm going to be faithful so. with the calling. And if God wants to do something with it, all I know is that Fresh Encounter Church in Harlan, Iowa has a special call on it right now. And that means that with the calling comes a crushing. And so yeah. I am just excited that there's a bunch of God's children here that want to work together. Fresh Encounter Church birthed Fresh Road Media by building the studio as a gift to Emily to start this nonprofit, Fresh Road Media. So we're connected, but yet we're separate. And I just am trying to find that line that I can walk where I can be more faithful to Fresh Encounter Church than Fresh Road Media, and I'll just be whatever part of it, and you guys want to broadcast my sermons, let's do it. 
and you want me on this show, let's do it. Mike, you want me to help you come up with a name that won't offend everybody? I'll try. Clean up the yogurt, Chris. <laughs> yes. Let's do Scrub it. Scrub that yogurt off your boot, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That is going to do it for the show. Thank you so much again for staying with us and spending some time with us. I hope you were encouraged because the fact that you clicked and you listened, that encourages me. So carry on, serve your king, and we'll see you next week. No apology with Emily and Chris.